Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast and I just want to give a quick introduction, let you guys know I'm on top of everything. I'm going to be updating my SoundCloud with a a lot of the recent podcasts that have come out on my SoundCloud. It needs to be updated because it only has 1 through 55. This is podcast number 62. Don't worry, that's going to be taken care of. Looking at look out for email automation. I am um I'm going to be setting up a Patreon account for donations and there's I'm always dropping new announcements but when everything is official I promise you're going to know and yeah this is my interview with Ron Solemn it's a follow-up and I, I always enjoy talking to him he's a good dude he's he's really hustling and he's making some great music and yeah I play his track at the at the end of this podcast please subscribe check out his pages at Ron Solemn R-O-N-S-O-L-E-M-N and show some love Hell yeah, man. I, I just want to, you know, j- just get down to it and uh, ask you if uh, you've been working on a new project because last time we spoke, um, you released your EP, which I enjoyed very much. And I know that you've been experimenting. You uh, you went to a Travis Scott concert and I know that you, you're probably, you're getting, you're getting a lot of inspiration hitting you and motivation. Um, yeah, just walk me through. Uh, are you working on anything, Bill? Um, give me any Right. Um, so at the moment, honestly, not just yet. Um, I'm pretty much, you know, trying to focus on spreading and like building more of a fan base, like always, you know. But um, I just wanted to spend the early part of 2019 kind of focusing on, I guess, music videos and visuals. So um, that's what I've been pretty much focusing on for now i'll probably get to some more songs later on but yeah awesome and i also want to talk about um the rap contest that you're in and it's uh it's hosted by a it's dna right it's that dna's rap contest as a battle yeah. rapper yep okay. dna <laughs> awesome yeah, yeah 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 dna i'm a big fan of his uh battle style you know and i know that like a lot of people know him from uh i think he did that battle with Disaster, and that battle kind of went down as one of the biggest battles. And and like you, what was it? it was um, King of the Dot, yeah, King of the Dot history, right? Big fan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell me, like, how does the contest work, and how can people show out and support you? Um, so yeah, pretty much. Um, I saw a post on Instagram that he was hosting this, you know, this rap contest. Um, he just put that post up actually yesterday. I just happened to come across it and it was like, uh, DM him for more information. So I reached out just to see what it was about. Um, and yeah, he pretty much told me, you know, like, you have to rap over this beat one minute long. It's a classic Tupac beat, um, Ambitions as a writer, I think the song was. Um, so, yeah, you just record a one-minute verse over the song and then submit it. Um, the person that has the most, like, thumbs up in the comments is the winner. Um, and then they get to, you know, make a song with him and have him, like, feature a verse. 
Um, and plus, it's just great exposure. So I, I definitely took advantage of the opportunity. Um, re- uh, wrote and record recorded my verse yesterday and submitted it. And now I'm just trying to win. That's pretty much it. Hell yeah. And and uh, is there a specific thing like let's say that I want to go and vote for you? Is there a specific web website I would need to visit? Um, yeah. So you would just go on Instagram um, and find DNA's page. Uh, I think his IG name is like at DNA uh, GTFOH. You know, like uh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a tagline. <laughs> yeah. So you just uh, just find his page pretty much, and um, I'm entry number eleven. So you would find my video and his uh, timeline, and then in the comments of my video, you know, just put some thumbs. Um, uh, there's a other there's another dude or like two other dudes I think that have a a pretty big lead on me, but um you know I'm still trying out here because it's, it's worth the shot. So anybody that can help me, I appreciate it. Hell yeah! I mean any shot is worth it, but yeah, you know I I uh, saw your freestyle. And I, you, that that was crazy. So you saw that and you recorded that just off rip immediately and and like if anyone. You know, I'm, I, I reposted it because I think that, you know, freestyling is such a good art form that needs to be practiced, you know, and it, and it goes down to, like, the fun, it goes to the fundamentals of hip-hop. And right. Also, you know, I really like that, like, you getting involved with that, it's just it's a token to the spirit. Yeah, I, I love the how, like, urgent, I guess, the contest was. Like, you know, like you pretty much find out about it yesterday. You got to submit something by like the end of yesterday so it's kind of just like you either are able to rap pretty much on the spot or as soon as possible and that's an art form in itself like just being able to make something in a short time frame so when um when you, when you told me that you are you're uh focusing on music videos for this portion of the year Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've seen uh, I've seen one of your videos and I noticed that you you like to use a lot of uh, you, you like to use a lot of well, what is the word I'm looking for like the imagery is very abstract that's the word and I, and I think like it goes well with your sound and it caters to it to a degree um, right. as far as far as your upcoming visuals um, just I want to ask are you working with anyone else or are you or are you really taking the direction into your own hands and saying nah I want it like this we're shooting here. I want this shot to be like this. Right. Um, yeah, with, with pretty much any of the videos, I usually find, like, a videographer or somebody to record it. Um, I like my stuff to try and be, like, the best quality as possible. Um, in terms of, like, the ideas, though, for the story, um, it's pretty much all me. Like, I, like I try to think of the idea and the stories and the scenes and locations, all of that myself, like, I just want it all to be 100%, you know, me and to, like, the vision that I'm trying to get out there. Um, I'm always open to ideas, you know, and suggestions, but for the most part, I just try to, you know, think of everything and get something that is not expected. Like, I just want something that people may not expect to go with the song, um, and just a visual that tells a story, so it's mostly all me. That's pretty awesome. And do you like to when you when you write your video treatment, 
do you ever, or when you write a song, do you ever think about the video before you really put the pen to the paper? Because there are some hip-hop artists like Jordan Lucas, and what they really do is, like, they really uh, consider the video and they kind of use it as a, a template for the song. Do you ever like to work like that, you know, for inspiration? Um, It kind of depends on the beat. Um, I know that when I'm writing an actual song, I definitely go off of um, the feelings or the imagery that I feel the, the music is, um, you know, like conjuring up inside of me. So um, I definitely, you know, like just hear a beat and start daydreaming. I don't know if you want to call it or just picturing what the, the story would be behind the sound. And that's how I write the, the lyrics to it. But um, I guess in a way that is picturing the video as well, because I'm, I'm imagining a whole story play out in my head while I hear it. So, yeah. <laughs> and I know that you uh, do not plan on dropping any any music maybe in, the, in this portion of the year. But every time you make a video, do you feel like it just gives you another bullet for your arsenal as far as creativity-wise? Because I, one thing I've, I've noticed, you know, when you add more visual elements, it can really kick up. It can really kick up creativity. And like, have you ever did? Has there ever been any instance where you were working on a video and something just some something urged urged you to think of a concept for a new song or project? Um, let's see. Yeah, in a way, um, I kind of just, you know, focus on, like, one one video at a time. But um, I may come up with ideas that I want to incorporate into the video spontaneously, like, while we're filming it. In terms of, like, videos inspiring more songs, um, it may not necessarily do that for me, but I kind of... Like I said, just get ideas about making one video and then maybe I'll think about ways it could tie into a future video or if I want to make it all like one giant story that's connected in some way. Um, it really just depends. So, but, but yeah, I mean, I get a little inspiration, but I, I try to just focus on one video at a time. Yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite, um, music video you know it could be any genre is there what do you have one music video that maybe you watch it and it and it just makes you like you know you know have you ever seen a music video that is so good it just adds a different element to the song in itself yeah um there's a few um song and video combos like that honestly um let me see Clearly, you know, the cliche one would be Thriller, like Michael Jackson, that old video. Um, just because it's like a whole movie, like, it's more than just a two-minute song. Like, he tells a whole story with it, and I enjoy that. Um, there's a couple other videos like that. I'm trying to think of them. Um, a few J. Cole music videos, like ATM. I really enjoyed that, um, what he did there. Um, Travis Scott's videos I, I enjoy a lot because, you know, the crazy colors and the graphics and effects and everything. I just like um, music videos that tell a story. It's all about the storytelling and just being creative and, like, showing a whole world um, and not just being about a song, you know, like having some acting involved, 
or different scenes or like a beginning and then a conclusion that you're trying to reach is just really interesting to me. Something to get the, the viewer thinking and something that sticks in their head. So is there one, if you could get the chance to work work with any director, whether it's Hype Williams or Cole Bennett, is there any director that you would like to work with, you know, anytime? Um, I guess, yeah, like you said, Cole Bennett would be one just because of, you know, like the lyrical lemonade. Um, all of his videos are pretty trippy. Um, some of his ski mask videos are crazy. So um, I would definitely enjoy um, working with him on something. Um, other than that, whoever, because I know it's different people, so, I mean, whoever works with Kendrick Lamar, he's, um, that would be somebody that I would like to work with because, you know, his videos for um, All Right and uh, God is, I forgot the, the title of the song, um, but his videos tell a story as well, and I like the effects, like how in All Right Kendrick is like upside down and he's flying and he's on top of like street lamps. Like I just want something crazy like that that people have never seen before, and that catches their attention. So definitely, whoever he's working with is somebody I would want to work with. So you know, I, I think that one thing that that comes with you know me being a musician is that some sometimes you know I go through phases too where I, I start listening to a certain genre of music or, or just a certain band or hip hop artist you know that name anything singer is there any music that you're listening to right now that's really just getting you excited just to cook up cook up more music that makes you think oh like this sound is really inspiring um yeah definitely um Two artists like that would be um, Boz from Dreamville. Um, he had an album that came out in August of last year. Um, I was kind of late discovering that album, but all of the songs on there are like absolute hits. And just something about the way like Boz raps, it just inspires me. Like it makes me want to rap because he just keeps, you know spitting over a, a, a beat and he, he absolutely kills it every time so he's definitely one um other than that it would just be like older music um like Travis Scott of course but you know Astroworld I, I go back and listen to that um and I just like the emotion with that so um the way that he he pours his emotion into songs is something that I enjoy so and uh, what did you uh, think of Astro World when it drops? Because I know, I know, like there was that whole entire thing with Nicki Minaj and, and the stuff about his numbers. But I do think that he, his album sold well because it, 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 there were some great songs on it. What did you think of it? Of the the album as a whole? Yeah, as a whole. You know, I mean, only you could just pick your favorite songs. Whatever. Um, when I first heard it, I honestly I was kind of. I don't know if disappointed is the word, but I don't know. I guess I didn't appreciate it to the fullest because I felt it wasn't as good as his past albums, you know, like Birds um, or even Rodeo. But once I went back and listened to it fully, I was finding, like, each song was a, a gem in its own way. 
and like songs like Yosemite or um, Astro Thunder and um, Skeletons, like those are absolute like musical masterpieces. So um, I just didn't appreciate the album at first, but now that I've heard it fully, I, I go back to it like I can't stop listening to it, and it's a great project overall. I still don't know if I would say it's his best, but it's uh, it's a great album as a whole. I mean, I mean that's always tough because I feel like artists really put the pressure on themselves. You know, we got to top You know, it all comes down to the fact that you know the reason you might like an album is because it has lasted us longer. I think we live in the era of instant gratification. So to a point, I think that people want this immediate. Like, oh, this shit's a classic. I mean, right. Do you feel like that that gets thrown around too much? Like people are too quick to label something a classic. Yes, uh, definitely feel like people are quick to label things a classic. And even though you know they're great artists, like like Cole and Kendrick, um, or even like a JID or lyrical artists like that, I feel like people always wait for a new project from them to come out. And as soon as it drops, they're like, oh, this is going to be the best album of our generation or something like that. I feel like they do that, especially with Cole and Kendrick. Um, And though they do consistently come out with, you know, classic material, um, I think that it's kind of like premature as well. and People just kind of hype that up a bit um so so definitely i feel like people are kind of i don't know maybe the standards are not as high or they just want something to be a classic um before it's time um just off of the hype but i definitely think you know that happens a lot more nowadays and we're just more tolerant of art that might not be at a true high caliber anymore do you think that as a, as a whole, you know, the idea of maybe hip hop culture and a lot of the media, the publications like Double XL, Complex Magazine, do you feel like that in a way it's been watered down to a point that people have, at least from what I've seen, I feel like that a lot of people, including people within our age range, have dropped their expectations so low that it, it really, you know, it used to be to a degree you know, you you see a rapper and you're like, oh, shit, that's really tough. You know, I don't know if I can do that. And now it's right. at a point where everyone thinks that they can. So do, do you feel like it's just getting watered down to a really, really bad level, or do you still carry that whole torch? Um, I definitely think it's dropped down to that level, um, unfortunately, um, just because we live in an age where rap has turned from like being uh, actual you know I'm not going to say it's not respectable anymore but there was a time when like Little B was out or Soldier Boy was out and it was like these songs are funny and they have entertainment value for being so bad but now it's like that style is not just popular and funny anymore as a troll it's like acceptable as real hip-hop and I don't understand that and that kind of bothers me like uh that new rapper like Blueface and um any of the other Rumble rappers that are out you know like 
people appreciate, I guess, the fact that they're different or they're outlandish, but there has to be a point where we say that this isn't real art or it's like not real music, you know, it's just like fun and games. Um, and I think people see social media and see all these stars that blow up from making whatever songs or just crazy nonsense uh, tracks and doing outlandish things that they think, you know, rap is a joke now and that anybody can do that if they just do something outrageous for, for views on social media. So I definitely think our um, our standards as well as our priorities with rap music have changed and um, I hope that it goes back to, you know, actually being about the, the art and the the craft of of rap and hip hop. Um, there are a few people that still you know hold that standard up, like uh, like a Kendrick Lamar, J Cole. Um, but I feel like we have some work to do to, in order to get it back to real hip hop. And as far as uh, one thing, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say this, you know, because I feel like in the East Coast there there's more of a you know, I always figured that, you know, I got family from the East Coast, and I think I carry that a little bit. You know, the East Coast in itself, and especially New Jersey, is very blunt, like, towards, uh, you know, to, to music in itself, you know, because if it's right. fuck with something out there, they're going to let it be known. Do you think, I, I mean, at least from what I've observed, I feel like the industry, especially out here, like, we're, we're too quick to, to accept a lot of this shit. I mean, I mean at the same time... It's hard to say because it's supply and demand, and, and people this this shit has kind of been demand to a degree right. by, by kids who just want to take drugs and not give a fuck. But do you feel like in the East Coast, like there's more of a a concrete wall that can be put up there against it? Um, I feel like the only place where that would really exist is more so like New York City or like New York as a whole. I feel like New York is. Yeah, New York is one of those places that they have a, a standard um, and like a a bar about what they accept in terms of rap and who represents them as the the king or queen, for that matter, of their of their state and that culture. Um, so I feel like New York is the one place that that kind of holds that bar and isn't too lenient anymore um all these other places i feel like kind of just lose their way and it's just about who's like hot for the moment or what's the new trend or who's the latest star it's more about you know attention everywhere else and who can draw that attention whether it's good or bad for being serious or being foolish you know but new york is one of those places where you have to you know prove yourself and, you know, like Funk Flex and everything, like they kind of have that that bar, like I said, where you have to, you know, show your worth in order to be crowned as um, a king or queen in anything or, you know, just somebody that can represent them properly. Exactly. And I completely agree with you because there's just seeing the difference, you know, because the West Coast, you know, we have L.A. and of course, New York. There is an entertainment factor down down there. There are movie studios and music right. videos, and shit like that. I understand that, but you, you see what happened to to uh, Takashi Six Nine, where he, yeah, I think to degree, there there's some pressure. Of course, there's pressure everywhere when you're in hip hop, but a, a lot of the times, if people really want to rap about that, 
they need some credibility. And what what happens is people try too hard, and then they end up serving time for it. You know, by the way, what do you think? As someone who actually like lives close to New York, you know, and you you have your ear to the ground as far as everyone's, you know, as far as like all the chatter out. Like, what do you think about that whole entire situation with Takashi? And do you think it just adds more of a stain to to the music in itself, and it doesn't really? Do you feel like it takes away the like it takes away the essence of, from the music when when shit like this happens? Um. Yeah. So. I feel like he was the prime example of of what was going wrong with hip hop. The actual dude, like I don't know him clearly, you know, and I don't know like whether all the stuff he was involved in was true on his part or his behalf. So I'm not going to judge him on that, but um, he he reached a point where it wasn't so much about his music as it was him. He became like an internet star, a social media star, and people were interested in him and seeing his antics because they found him funny. And, you know, he had the outlandish look with the, the rainbow hair and the crazy grills and just everything he was doing was crazy and talking about, you know, like being a robber and a killer. It was like he was the epitome i guess of what this new era of attention and like clout rappers is about um so i think that i mean you know that the the law doesn't really listen to to any or or care about any of those social standards so it makes sense that based on what he was talking about in his songs and what he was saying that he's in this situation now because, you know, um, you can't go around bragging about, like, crimes. You're kind of just telling on yourself at that point. Although I feel like so many rappers nowadays in, in hip-hop culture, it's cool to talk about, you know, uh, violence and guns and being, like, so hard, all that type of stuff. And it just amazes me that... Um, Takashi, you know, like, he's in this situation now and people are so surprised that it happened, but when in reality, that's the real world, you know, like, you can't go around talking to stuff, and if anything, it proves that the life that we talk about in hip-hop isn't always real life, and we need to be able to pick apart, you know, the the lies and see past the the screens to realize you know what's reality and what's just entertainment yeah i completely i completely agree and with this huge growth of social media it can really blur the lines because everyone becomes so focused on gaining followers it, it, it's really it's it's fucked up how it can affect some people including young people because the reality is not 40-year-olds aren't really listening to Takashi. Right. And it's like 21 Savage. And, and like when I speak about them, it's like I don't know them as people. And, like, you know, I won't even lie. Like some of the songs I do like by by, by some of these artists. But right. extent, it, it's all about context, time and place. Like if I were in a car, you know, with a child, I'm not going to play Takashi music. You know, it's like, right. you, you know, like there's certain things that you don't want to expose to people like too early and, and that's the thing about hip-hop is at times i feel like damn like if i had a daughter and like i played this song like wh- how would that make me feel as a dad? right 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So I just wanted to ask you, you know, do you feel like, like the social media era is a, it's going, it's going to keep on getting bigger, but do you feel like this fad of mumble rap is going to die out anytime soon? Because I'm not anti-mumble rap, but at the same time, I'm not pro-mumble rap. I'm very much neutral on it, so do you feel like it's going to be dying out? Right, um, and, and even, you know, with with me, I'm not completely just like, yeah. I hate all of it, you know, like I, I listen to some of that too. It has its, its time and place, like you said. Um, in terms of its longevity, I, I honestly don't think that it is going to last, but I'm not saying that out of a place of, you know, just being hostile towards it. I just feel like, like you said, once we're in our 30s and 40s and getting older, you know, like, we're going to look back on this and be, like, how silly and stupid it was or, like, how there was no content or, like, anything like that. It's just the way of nature. Like, you get older and you, you mature and you see that things aren't, like, as much as they were cracked up to be. And I just feel like this mumble rap and the, you know, the crazy hair and all of that is just like a trend for the youth right now. So, I mean, the youth will probably continue that because it's always been that way in history. You know, like the old folks never like what the young people are doing. So um, I feel like that's going to continue. But I think this is just, you know, just one phase of many that have come and gone and what's cool um, and, and nothing is really new under the sun, you know, so um, this will be here for some time until it gets old and then something else will come along and then who knows, in a, a century or however long it might come back, but I just feel like this is uh, temporary. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, a lot of, you, you see a lot of fads come in and die out, you know, what is it? I see with dance. Right. Come in, certain, uh, like, for instance, one of them, remember when DJ Mustard was pretty much making the same beat over and over again? And this is yeah. Like, but, like, the, his formula became very, um, what is it, it, just, it became too predictable. And then he right. started switching it up and trying new things, and I think maybe that people, eventually people get tired of shit. Yeah. And, I mean, even, I heard a couple of songs off of 21 Savage's album. And I was actually quite surprised, like, on how much he improved. And, like, I don't I don't mean, like, oh, he's, like, spitting, like, Nas right now or, like, <laughs> rapping. Like, you know what I mean? But uh, right. do you think that, to a degree, do you feel like that improvement is going to come out of this? Like, if there will be improvement, do you feel like it's going to come out of this? Um, I feel like it can, yes, because while the, the trend is big, there's going to be many people like myself or anybody, you know, that may be like, this is getting too oversaturated, like in the music market, or there's too much of this. It's time to like, you know, have some, some balance and bring it back to, to real hip hop or, you know, just like actual like bars and stuff like that. Um, I feel like that's going to happen and it might not even happen for, for that reason. You know, it might just be a, there's so much of the mumble stuff and whatever is going on right now that's trendy that being lyrical is the is the different kind of rare thing and people always like being 
you know, down with whatever is new and edgy or rebellious. So there might come a point when being lyrical is being the rebellious side again. And then that'll be the point in time when hip hop starts to go back to that because all this other stuff is in the mainstream too much. That's very true, yeah. Like the kids will figure out another way to rebel. And right. That, well, that's how I feel like with what you're doing. I think that you have your own system of rebellion at the moment, you know, with your style and what you're cultivating. And I really I really like what you're doing. That's why I, I want to keep doing these follow-ups, you know, because your, your style is really good, man. And thank I, you, thank I, you. I know, like, I don't... I don't like to I don't like to blow smoke. That's not what I do. Like I'm, I'm just saying the truth. Like I've I've heard your records and you know your lyricism is on point. And the thing is, like that example needs to be set. That bar needs to be placed a little bit higher each time. And not saying there isn't a place for you know mumble rap. I mean, like like I said, if there's a place for crisscross and like you know Humpty. Right. Humpty. <laughs> Tupac was on. Think about it. Tupac was on stage doing the Humpty Hump before he even blew up. So, right. If if it can be a, if it can even be a pathway for someone to learn and think okay even if I don't like this it makes them want to do something better then I understand that and I really appreciate your outlook but um I just want to let you have the floor if there's any if there are any messages you want to drop plug anything social media music videos you know um, if you want to mention that website where people could go and vote for you again give them a little update. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, pretty much the same, same old. I'm still out here, still trying to make a way. So if anybody's interested, you know, you can find me on Instagram or, uh, YouTube, anywhere. Pretty much if you type in, you know, Ron Solemn, that's S-O-L-E-M-N. Um, I should pop up most of the time. Um, I don't know, but, yeah, you can find me on social media anywhere, you know. Um, I plan on having some more content for you uh, soon, and hopefully that goes well and gets uh, a good reception. Um, and if you want to help me out in this contest, you know, it ends tomorrow morning, but you can uh, find my, my posts. Like I said, I'm number 11 on uh, DNA's Instagram page, um, DNA GTFOH. Um, entry number 11, just leave a thumbs up in the comments of that. Um, any, any amount helps, you know, towards winning. Um, I feel like it might be a long shot at this point in time, but, you know, it's always worth it trying to see. Um, and even if this doesn't work out, I'll just keep doing what I've been doing. And I'm very grateful for this opportunity, you know, in this interview. So, uh, thank you for having me. Oh, no, man. I'm, I'm grateful that you even, uh, that you even want to let me interview you you know like like i said uh, my podcast is still very early and very young and i'm trying to build a community with you and, and other artists as a whole from all over the country and maybe even all over the world because the more i can reach out and, and give you guys a platform it, it really helps me out because it, it lets me you know pay it forward more often and, and right that's why i appreciate it you know because like I said, man, you make good music, and I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna interview people I don't think are good enough. And the thing is, man, you got it. And it's kind of like there's this analogy, man. I know like things can move slow, but it's like you just got. It's like you just gotta push a boulder up a hill. And right. But you, but you can't peek past the boulder. You can't. You just gotta keep pushing it. But eventually, you're gonna get to the top of the mountain. But, right, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> 
Thank you, man. And you too. Uh, keep working with the the music as well and the podcast. And you know, you got my support over here. Definitely, man. Definitely. Well, one of these days I'll come out to Jersey. All right, I got I got to make a, <laughs> I got to make a family reunion. So we'll have some fun. Sounds good, man. I'll be here. <laughs> That's it. What is it? What is it called? There's a specific sandwich in Jersey. What What is it? Um, it has cheese on it and ham. What is it? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, the <laughs> pork roll. Yeah, the Taylor ham or the pork roll. That's it. I'll I'll slide through. We'll get a couple of those. <laughs> right. Sounds good, man. <laughs> All right, man. Th- hey, take care. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too, man. Thanks. But right, thank you. Okay, so what did you think of the show? Did you enjoy the interview I did with Ron? Please, please subscribe to my podcast, my YouTube page. I am creating a Chase Talks Hip Hop YouTube page to match up with my Chase Hill YouTube page for my music. Autumn is out right now. Please go fuck with it and listen to it. Expect more playlists, podcasts, interviews, etc. I'm not done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you enjoy this track. It's called Apprehension. And uh, yeah, like I said, just uh, keep on listening, people. No matter what I say, it comes off as hating Constructive criticism of the general statements My homie Damar told me gotta be patient Said it takes a bit of time for the self to reach greatness So why do I feel so impatient? Contradicting life lessons on the topic of waiting Living each day like my last Except the time passed, plan my race So I decide to slow pace it Feelings locked away like a safe in the basement No access to the vault until I give an okay Shit <laughs> Shit Ooh Yeah <laughs> Feeling so basic, who doesn't make music these days? Such a joke is cliche, not working. He's lazy and idealist, he's crazy. Another black baby with the dream of entertainer, yeah. Mother always knew that I was better. Pretty smart, I mean, by humanity's standards. Comparing me to Sway, cause I don't got the answers. Comparing me to Ye, I'm a self-proclaimed champion. Maybe I should quit while I'm ahead. A normal ass job until I'm dead. Or study some meds, figure out what's going on in my head. I won't be happy, but I'll bring home the bread, yeah. Cause money makes his life worth living Getting money is the one true mission <laughs> Who needs love when you got green with you Buy my soul when I meet that reaper That was sarcasm by the way Before y'all think I'm part of The Illuminati or something Who we are around the court never changes In this life, yeah, we just rearrange it 
I'm a proud black man in a world where that's dangerous. No thinking, just be chilling, complacent. That's why I can't make statements. Social media be sucking to face them. Keyboard warriors from all different places. <laughs> Tearing down my place, call reverse racism Can't be racist if you don't own the system That's the fucking difference, speak out Yeah, but nobody listen, maybe now I'll grab your fucking attention Revolutionary thoughts can't be left in suspension And my mind hanging high from the ceiling Knew I wasn't came from beginning Got my people in a scary position We hate ourselves, some of them, no need for supremacy In the division, and them coons that be switching positions Delusional thinking, true ignorance, yeah I never play victim, I rise to occasion Force my way into societal systems Yeah, my honest sister, and the soldier, and I see it was similar in the past yeah i rarely just speak to her we need more leaders more work. we got too many preachers still too many marches for freedom a race of king of queens like we all back in egypt you know what i'm speaking so don't get eaten you come from my own you'll get eaten i provide a reference so y'all get the perspective i'm speaking humble like goku with a pilot like vegeta disrespect the king and cut like freezer drink your soul like a damn two liter be the best to watch your life passing by like some damn school bleachers <laughs> flow too beastly and now i'm heated yeah Elevate your mind and get lifted. Hating life, I treat mine like a gift, bitch. Time is expensive, always gotta stay on the offensive. That's how you stay off of them fences, yeah. <laughs> so much apprehension, just so much apprehension. So much, yeah. When you gonna get back to singing, Ronald? Damn.